That's right. You're locked into the most polarizing, fascinating, interesting debate show known as In the Huddle, EP 281. And it's time to have some fun coming through your algorithms of YouTube, Spotify, and Apple. You know, we bring you the intense debates. We bring you the unique perspectives on the hottest topics out in sports. And that's exactly what we're going to do right about now as I'm already getting a call before I even, <laughs> you know, finish my intro. A lot of people is excited to hear what we got to say. I'm pretty sure we got some mind readers that don't like my upcoming takes. That's why they buzzing me right now. But it's all good because I have a lot of takes. I have a lot to say. And Zach, listen, man, we got to get right to it. Zach, how you feeling today? Well, what's going on, my guy? Doing well. Time continues to go on. Already entering week three of the season. We say it every year, but it just flies by. And this NFL season, it's been a crazy start. I feel like we've left off just where the playoffs last year ended with uh, that divisional weekend where all four games just about ended uh, on the last play of the game. And that chaos has continued uh, into this season. You know it, man. The NFL, there's nothing like it. It's just a reality TV show that we sit down and watch each and every week, each and every year. And just when we think we've seen it all, we see something uh, completely new. And I can't wait to get into it here on In the Huddle with you, as always. And the thing about what you just said about the NFL being a reality TV show, everything is authentic and real. There's nothing staged or scripted up about it, right? The WWE is a great product, but we all know that it's scripted. A lot of reality TV shows that we watch on TV. Even the, the NBA, right? All the There's a lot of drama in the, in the yeah. NBA, but it happens off the court. Like, we're just interested in these guys' lives. But in the NFL, it's kind of the best of both worlds where you get a lot of drama off the field. You get it on the field. That's uh, what makes it the best. You, you get it in the stands. You get it everywhere <laughs> in the NFL setting. And that's why it's the kingpin, the number one, the Don Dada of them all when it comes to sports. But nevertheless, Zach, I'm ready to start buzzing in. We got our first topic here on today's agenda, and we got to go to Philly here because Jalen Hurts, he shines as the Eagles comfortably, you know, um, beat the Vikings 24 to 7 or the Eagles, the best team in the NFC. And Zach, if you want to do the honors. Yeah, well, so it's crazy. Before the season started, I not only picked the Eagles to come out of the NFC and go to the Super Bowl, but I picked them to be the number one seed in the NFC. And a lot of that had to do with their division. Pretty easy NFC East. Their schedule is really favorable, and I think that helps them down the line. And this is a team that won nine games last year. They made the playoffs. Uh, they were super ahead of schedule. But it's one thing to think it and predict it, and then it's another thing to see it up close and personal. And after that performance against the Vikings on Monday Night Football, I was really impressed. And just a couple of things I wanted to get into with the Eagles, starting with Jalen Hurts. When you look at him and his game and his style of play, we know he runs the ball a lot. That's like that's what he likes to do. But he's not like Lamar Jackson or Kyler Murray, where, yeah, both those guys are sick running the ball. But they're also two of the fastest, most athletic players in the league. And when I watch Jalen Hurts, yeah, he's a sick runner, but I feel like a lot of it is just instinct and him knowing where to go at all of the right times. And I'm really impressed by him. And you look at the rest of this Eagle roster, it's pretty loaded. They have a lot of talent. When you look at their offensive line, I love the way they built their team, really uh, focusing on the trenches. So that's really impressive. Howie Roseman is out here making moves right before the season starts to help their team, bringing in Gardner Johnson before last year. He brings in Darius Slay from the Lions. He obviously uh, was a big reason why they won the other night. But I just look at this roster, and I'm really impressed. And – 
the other thing I really like about the Eagles and their way of doing business is a few years ago, right? They made a massive mistake in the draft. They took Jalen Rager, who's now a Viking. He was on, ironically on the field on the other side on the other night over Justin Jefferson, the guy that a lot of people think is the best wide receiver in the league. And for a lot of other teams, like if they made that pick, that's the kind of pick that that's could set their franchise back three or four years. And the thing I love about the Eagles is they knew right away. Okay. Jalen Rager. Like, yeah, we made a mistake. He's not it. We're not even going to mess with it. The next year they draft the Heisman trophy winner, Devonte Smith. The following year they trade for, uh, for AJ Brown. Who's one of the 10 best receivers, maybe better in football. They have a sweet tight end in Goddard. They have a good offensive line. They have three running backs, including a Miles Sanders who can run the football. And this team is loaded. Like everything is there. Uh, and one other thing I wanted to say about Jalen hurts, like when he was first drafted, Part of me thought the only reason why he went that high was because he won some really big games uh, over the course of his college career at Alabama. Like, was he a running back? Was he a quarterback? I, that's what I was asking myself. I wasn't really sure if he was going to pan out as a pro in the NFL. And the Eagles made a, a tough decision moving off a guy they were heavily invested in, in Carson Wentz. But that decision is really the best decision they could have ever made. Because one thing, and this is very important in the draft when we talk about evaluating prospects, the one thing that none of the numbers and none of the measurables can measure is your heart and your the, the how much you want to improve as a football player and your willingness to get better. And with Jalen Hurts, throughout the offseason, we were just hearing these rumblings like, oh, yeah, like he's getting better. He's getting better. Watch out. This offense could break out. And they were right. Through two games, the Eagles, to me, have looked like the clear best team in the NFC, and that could change. We still have 15 weeks left of football to go. But through the first two games, like the, the Lions are a good team. We agree on that. They're very improved. They're going to be spunky this year. And I know the final score uh, in that game was close, but the Eagles were winning by 17 at the start of the fourth quarter. They were dominating that game until the Lions made it pretty close late. And uh, they kicked the Vikings' ass. Like That game wasn't really close to me. So, yeah, things could change. And uh, we still have a lot of football left to play, but through two weeks, yeah, the Eagles did look like the best team in the NFC to me, but that could change. We still have a long time to go. Yeah, I think when you look at this question, there's a lot of ways you can interpret this simple question right here, right? This question may look easy, but the way how my mind works, there's a plethora of ways I can go here with this route. You could talk from a short-term perspective, simple. The first two weeks, who has been the best team in the NFL? You could talk about a longer-term perspective. Do you think this team is the best team in the NFC long-term, right? There's a lot of ways you can go. But I'll say the way how I will interpret interpret this question and answer it is I do believe that the Eagles are the best team in the NFC because they have the best roster in the NFC. Now, we all know, uh, we've been watching football for a long time, that that doesn't always mean everything. You can have a great roster, but, you know, your quarterback don't come through for you or in the playoffs when it matters the most or a lot of things happen, injuries that makes a good roster, depleted roster now. So but at the same time, just looking at this roster and how they're playing at this very moment right now, I would say they are the best team in the NFC. And a lot of the reason is, is because of just looking at them on both sides let's talk about the defense right let's talk about you know the additions that they added over the offseason defensively and we all know who leads that defense Darius Slate we all know the insurmountable job that he done on Justin Jefferson in this game this was the same guy in Justin Jefferson who a week prior 
tore up that Packers secondary. A lot of people say that's a top five defense. And yet, for some reason, you know, um, the defensive coordinator did not want to match Jair Alexander on Justin Jefferson. He had about five guys guard this guy and he went off. But in this game, having a guy that you can rely on and have the faith in to just take his man and Justin Jefferson allows you to be more aggressive defensively because you know that your guy's under lockdown like it's COVID, which he was. Listen, I'm a Justin Jefferson fan, but the guy was in quarantine, okay? The guy was getting outside for nothing. It is what it is. But I think also when you look at the offensive side of the ball and we talk about Jalen Hurts and you say it, he says all the right things. Yeah, you talking a good game, but can you play one? And I think right now what we are seeing from <laughs> Jalen Hurts this year is that he can play a good game. And I think it all starts with the mindset attributes that he comes with. When you have a mindset of, I want to get better and I'm going to take everything it takes for me to improve on my game, now the physical part of it becomes better. The mechanics come better with it. And if we know Jalen Hurts' track record and we follow Jalen Hurts, we know that he's always a guy that improves every single year. Going back to his collegiate days in Alabama, this guy lost his starting quarterback job to Tua, had to go to Oklahoma, became a Heisman candidate. Now you look at this year. Last year, I'm a call like I see it. He was the weak link to this team last year. And yet this year he comes out and he's improved. He's making the throws. He looks mechanically sound. And it just signifies to me that when the offense is running through Jalen Hurts, that's when he is at his best. Not this game manager role like in Alabama. Not this game manager role like last year running the football. It's allowing him to be free and use his physical gifts. He's a runner of the football. He could throw the football. And he draws a lot of gravity because you have to prepare for the run. And then he hits you with the pass like he did a couple times, couple touchdowns in this game where he just pulled the defenders in and he went over the top. So when you allow Jalen Hurts to be free and let him go and let him make his mistakes, but make his plays, that's when he is at his best, not no pacifier in the mouth. So, um, yeah, I think right now it's hard for me to argue that the Eagles are not the best team in the NFC. And when you watch him, it looked pretty sustainable, right? There was nothing that really happened in that game Monday night that made you think, oh, they, this team can't do it again. Because through the first two weeks of the season, the offense has been humming. And I, it just all the credit goes to Howie Roseman, man, because – I remember when Andy Reid went to Kansas City and he was really starting to get all the power in Philadelphia. It started off bad with him hiring Chip Kelly and the disaster that was. But then very quickly, he built a Super Bowl roster and he won it with a backup quarterback. And then a few years later, it didn't really work out with Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz, even though we both agree Doug Peterson's a pretty good coach and he's going to win some games in Jacksonville. Howie Roseman realized like, okay, it's not working out anymore. And he brought in a guy... Nick Sirianni, who I don't think anyone heard of him when he was the Chargers wide receiver coach or even the Colts offensive coordinator. But all of a sudden, Howie Roseman brings this guy in. And as a first year coach, he wins nine games. And more impressively, like if you remember the beginning of last year, the Eagles were not a good team. I remember watching them just get blown out on Monday Night Football by the Cowboys. And they were throwing the ball with Jalen Hurts 40 times. And clearly it wasn't working. And they kind of switched their their MO on offense and they started running the ball a little more. And this year, they've, they're have they a little more balanced. They've passed it uh, much more. And it almost felt like I was watching Oklahoma uh, with Jalen Hurts at quarterback on Monday night. It was a really impressive effort. And uh, this Eagle team, they go to Washington, uh, yeah, to Washington to face their former uh, quarterback, Carson Wentz, this week. That's going to be an interesting game, but it's hard not to be uh, really impressed with Philadelphia, no doubt. 
Yeah, and let's call it what it is. Last year, they overachieved last year. They wasn't supposed to be in the playoffs. That's why they got ran out the building by Tampa Bay. They wasn't supposed to be there. A seven seed a couple years ago, you're not, you're watching the playoffs from home as a seven seed. Let's be clear here. So they wasn't supposed to be in the playoffs. They got there, but now they are showing that they are supposed to be there. They're playing well. And when you are aggressive and you want to win, I thought that they should have went after Russell Wilson at the time or, or Aaron Rodgers, a highly elite quarterback. I wasn't sure. Sean Watson? You know, yeah, Bobby Deshaun Watson, you know, despite everything going on with him. That's what I was thinking. But they stayed pat. They still was aggressive. And they said, you know what? We're going to allow Jalen Hurts to show us that you could talk this good game, talking about rent, and I, I like my rent due on time. You got to show it. And so far, when I saw him in the preseason, I said to myself, that's all I need to see. He looks more comfortable. The offense is moving methodically down the football field, and the defense is as good as any team in the NFC. 